but it doesn't work. The answer doesn't work because you didn't fix your mind and your mind cannot be tricked. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy, Happy Human podcast. On today's episode, I talked to Ben Z. Ben is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. He's also a mental performance coach, and he's one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram, honestly. He puts out these posts, these little quips and blurbs of just thought-provoking comments, little tweets and things like that that I just love to reshare. I'm always sharing them on my page, and I just love the way Ben thinks and the way he talks about life and mindset because he comes from the fitness space like I do, but his content and what he's talking about is all about the mental side of things and how do we get the most out of our mental, and that you know is what I'm all about. So I'm going to hop right into this episode. As always, though, if you enjoy this content, please take a moment to share it. Upload it to Instagram, tag me and Ben. I'll have both of our info in the show notes. And if you really love this and you really love me and you want to be a good person, take an extra two minutes out of your busy day. I know it's busy, but two whole minutes. I know you can do it. I I know you can do it. And leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. All right, that's it. No more annoying you. Please enjoy this episode with Ben Z, elite performance coach and black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. All right. Hello, Coach Ben. How are you doing today? Good. Good, sir. How are you, Paul? I am doing excellent. So, Ben, I'm very excited to have you here on the Healthy Happy Human podcast because your Instagram account is probably, I don't know if the most, but one of the most shared that I do of like your posts, your thoughts, your blurbs, your little tweet things that I'm always sharing. And I just like always, the caption is always just like knowledge bombs or like, you know, like fire emojis or something like that. So I I have a lot of, uh, there's a lot of congruence in in the things that you're talking about. Um, And I always think it's interesting because we have different backgrounds, but have a lot of similarities in the way you think and teach and the the, the stuff that you're putting out there. So I have a few uh, screen grabs of things that you've said in the past that I kind of enjoyed or just kind of wanted you to elaborate on. So the first thing I wrote down that I, I thought maybe you could elaborate or just give me an example or just see what, what this means to you and why you felt this was important to say is there was a, a quote um, that kind of ended with problems are not fixed by looking for fixes. They're fixed by looking at and understanding the problem and kind of talking about how how we see problems and how we go about fixing problems. And I just wanted to open with that. And what exactly did you mean by that? And again, if you could maybe give an example would be great as well. Sure. Um, First of all, thanks for having me, Paul. I appreciate it. Um, You know, I this is probably the first podcast interview that I'm doing in which I would say. I am who I am now, like, as in, this is the real me. Um, I've done a lot of interviews in the past. Anybody who's listening to this could search for them. Um, And, and, you know, there's a little bit of a a mask I'm putting on. There's a little bit of a, I don't want to call it like a charisma type of thing, but it is that, you know, and I think in the last couple of years, I didn't, I haven't done any of these and um, I've spent a lot of time studying philosophies and uh, a lot of Eastern, you know, Eastern philosophy, and you know, they're all different. Um, but to answer your question about the, uh, the, the quote, right, or the, the, the kind of the, how I ended that off, problems, let, let's start from the beginning. My, my uh, mindset before I kind of got into 
kind of this Eastern way of thinking was that whenever we have a problem, right, we, we always look for the solution. That's like the very Western um, mindset is we always want to do, right? I want to I fix the problem. I want to do something to fix the problem, all right? Um, there's a couple of directions that I go from there. The first is that whenever you look for a solution, you're not really going to fix the problem because you need to first understand the problem. So when you look for a solution, the solution, I'm not going to say every time, but just examine your own life. Most of the solutions that you have to the problem, they, it's a different path. You know, it, it goes off in a different direction. And then what happens is you'll either get the same problem happening over and over again because you never got to the source of your problem. You keep looking for new paths that, that have nothing to do with the destination of the, the problem. And what happens is you either start repeating the same problems over and over again, like I did in my life, um, or you will uh, just create more problems. And that, that's also what I did. What I, what I did, and this is, I'm, I'm a perfect uh, uh, person to learn from because I've made all the mistakes. You know, these are all these things that you say that, you know, that you, you uh, post and repost and, and you like and, and stuff. Those are all things that are for me, you know, and I'm very happy that people uh, are, are, are uh, you know, benefiting from, I guess, looking over my shoulder. Uh, but I really don't share those things as a way to, to, to help people directly. It's more of a way to reflect and learn. And if people get something from it, like you and, and you know, some of my other uh, followers, that is a wonderful thing. And, um, you know, I, I just want to make that clear because that's my intent, you know, is not to try to help people because it, there's a little bit of a disingenuousness when you go down that path. Um, it's really for me, first and foremost, and of course, I enjoy helping people, right? But that's a byproduct of me helping me. And so just to wrap up the, the question that you asked about the, the problems and solutions, um, yeah, this is a very, this is a very hard thing to communicate to people because especially those of us that grew up in the West, we have a Western mindset of hard work and you have to strive. And when there's a problem, you, you work hard at it and you, and you, you come out the other end. There's nothing wrong with that mindset. The problem is that it doesn't work. It's that it's not efficient. You know, why do you have the same problems coming up over and over again? If you've already had the solution, obviously that solution didn't work. Um, and it, it comes down to understanding the problem. You know, when you, when you understand the problem truly, you don't need a solution because you, you understand what it is that causes the source of the problem. Right. So behaviors change automatically. They don't, you don't need to do anything. And when you do things, that is actually what causes additional problems. And it causes you to go down a path that, you know, there's no solution there. And that's not the Western way of thinking. And uh, it's very, it's been very hard for me to accept that. Um, but, you know, I'm just going to put it bluntly. When you, when you solve a problem and it goes away forever, like it doesn't return, then you know that you've found the source. And that really is, and the source of that problem is within the problem. It is not within a solution, right? I hope I was able to communicate that properly. The solution may have nothing to do with the problem. So that's what we all do. 
Right, right. And the way I the way I kind of understand that, first of all, I love everything that you just said. I, I too, myself, am very into philosophy and uh, Eastern philosophy as well. And I've, I, I read a lot about Buddhism and that kind of stuff. And like, I, I enjoy that stuff immensely. And I think that there's a great value in that. And also what you said specifically for myself, I say that all the time on this podcast and in my social media is that like, I'm talking to myself. Like, so when I'm coaching or anything like that, it's like, I, I've been through the stuff. I've, all of these things are things that I practiced on myself first. And when I'm saying like, you need to change, we need to, I say, I always say we, because this is human stuff. You know, this is, these are, this is very human. And that's why you can speak to yourself and everyone who reads it can be like, oh, wow, it feels like he's talking directly to me. It's because we're all humans and we all go through this stuff. But the way I, I kind of see what you were just talking about is kind of like the whole, you're, you're putting a bandaid on, on a exactly. gunshot. Right? Exactly. So it's exactly. like, yeah. So it's like, you're not, you're not actually fixing the problem. And anyone who listens to this podcast will know, like, I always use fitness and nutrition as an example, because I just feel like that's a, such an easy thing to do. And I was for a long time, a personal trainer, a nutrition coach, and th that's the world that I came from. And I always say everything is the same because these are just analogies for things. But the same thing in nutrition, there's always a thing of like, people are always looking for the next diet or, you know, should I cut out carbs because they, they want to do this or that, but it's like, none of that is going to the root of the problem. Why do I yes. feel the need to overeat? Why do I feel the need to snack? Because probably something about my feelings, something about, you know, and, and that's a very hard thing, like you said, because that might not be a direct solution. Like I'm overweight, cut out carbs is if A, then B. That's, a, you know, people want a thing with an answer. But it doesn't work. The right. answer doesn't work because you didn't fix your mind and your mind cannot be tricked. I want blah, blah, blah. I want to lose weight, right? You didn't get to the source of your problem. I mean, you want to lose weight, but is losing weight your problem? No, the, your problem is is really for most people is is you know you you want to be skinny because you want to look a certain way and you want to impress people or you want to you know for your own health that you need to get to the source of the why you need to lose this weight and then you you don't even need a diet you know once you if you truly understand you won't eat that thing because right. you will be so. And this kind of gets into another um, thing. I don't, you know, maybe you would ask me about this later, but it's the reason why diets don't work for a lot of people is because they never get to the source of the problem and, this, and they never get to the desperation. You know, right. why would I change if um, I have all these options, right? If, if I could, you know, I could not eat this, but if I eat it, then I'll still be alive. You know, tomorrow is still, I'll still be me, you know. I sure I might, you know, regret it, but you know, I've played this game a hundred times. The, the, the mind likes to, you know, play these games. And so why is it that you see people make these incredible transformations, you know, they, they're like 500 pounds and then they lose all this. It's because of desperation. You know, that's the key ingredient. And um, you need to find what it is that you truly want. And that desperation will create that change. It's, it's, I mean, it's the same thing. It's, it's hitting rock bottom, right? It's that's it, you know, that's absolutely it's the, it's the sad long and short of it is that, you know, people change when they have to, because change is hard, right? No one, no one wants to be doing all this stuff, whether it's again, everything is the same, whether you're talking about losing weight, whether you're talking about building muscle, whether you're talking about building a business or building a relationship, it's inherently hard. And it actually, it's funny because one of the things I did write down was it was a quote that you said was uh, pretty much on this exact topic, which leads me right into that. When you said, but human nature is that we gravitate towards things that we want and we gravitate away from things that we don't want. So, yes. Right. So what my question is that is like, do you think, does that mean that I want to be fat and sick and broke and that I don't want to be rich and 
healthy, right? Like if, if I, if I, if that's what I am and like, it's because I want that thing or is what, what, what is the, the disconnect there? If I'm saying like, no, I want to be rich, but I'm not doing the things to make myself rich. I understand your question. And this is a, there is a disconnect there and there's a lack of, um, I'm not saying you're lacking this understanding, but there's a lack of understanding here with people who, who, who say that and they, they say, oh, well, is, are you telling me that I don't want to be a billionaire? You know, are you saying that I don't want to be skinny? And no, that's not what I'm saying, but I, I, it kind of is, right? Because what I'm really saying is that you're not lying to me or to yourself. You're being disingenuous. You're, so it's like, if I say, I, I want to be a billionaire too. You know, I'm not, I'm not one of these like uh, people that live in a cave. You know, I, I don't, I, I, I'd like to be a billionaire. You know, I'm a practical and efficient person. I'm not a really spiritual person. It's more about truth and practicality. So like I'm telling you right now, Paul, I'd like to be a billionaire. You know, I want to be a billionaire, but am I lying to you? No, I'm not lying to you, but am I doing all the things? Like if you took my life and, and you, you just like had a camera at all angles and you followed me the 24 hours a day, you wouldn't say that Ben is doing everything he, he needs to do to become a billionaire. Um, he is not living true to, to what he's saying. And that's not that I'm lying to you. It's just that I'm being disingenuous. And, and the problem that we have is that we, 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 we end up kind of just, you know, doing that. And then we go down that path. So we become the person who's striving to be a, you know, wealthy person, for example, if wealth is your thing, but then you never reach your destination, you know, because you, you're, you've, you've chosen the path of the, the, the striver, you know, the person that is always uh, struggling, you know, it's, it's kind of a little bit of a victim mentality. Um, and, and we all have it to a certain degree, you know, um, it's hard to say this to people who, um, you know, they, they just, there's a lot of ego still in their, in their, in their mind is, is that you, you get, you get what you want, you know, that that's really, if you, here's just, we can just use examples and then we can, we can kind of break it down. Right. So if I were to, you know, if I were to drop you off, Paul, in the middle of the ocean, right. I just threw you out in the middle of the ocean and there was landmass in one direction. Right. And, and you saw that landmass but it was very far. You had nothing to do except you're, you're stuck here. What are you going to do? You're not going to ask me like, Hey, you know, what should I do? You're just going to start moving into that direction, right? It's, it's a very direct path. And what we do is we get dropped off in the ocean, but we're, we're not really going to drown. It's like, we're standing in shallow water and we see the landmass, but we'd rather just kind of stay in the shallow water and, and, you know, waddle around and, you know, we're never going to the, to the direction that we need to go because we're not desperate enough, right. you know? And if you told me today, Paul, that you can make a billion dollars in five years or everybody you love will be vaporized, including you, and you're going to be turned into a vegetable. Okay. I can guarantee you that my actions in the next five years will be different. Okay. I'm not saying that I'm going to hit my goal, but my actions in the next five years will be different because I need to hit that goal. I don't want to be vaporized. You know, that's desperation. That is, you know, genuine desire, you know, and, and that we don't have that, which is why we don't hit a lot of our goals. <laughs> right. For sure. I think there's a lot there. I, I liked a lot of the stuff that you said. And I think that first thing is, I think it's important for the, when, what, what I get from this, when you say something like you, we have the, like the things that we have are the things that we want and the things that we don't have are the things that we don't want. It's like you said, it's like we, the thing is what people I feel like don't understand a lot. And I say this a lot in this podcast and my social media everywhere is that we can, we both things can exist at once. Meaning yes. I can want to be a billionaire, but I can also like being lazy on the yep. weekends. 
And I know that Elon Musk is not sitting around all weekend watching the newest season of Stranger Things. And because I value that, I've actually valued that higher than becoming a billionaire, clearly because that's what I choose. Whereas if truly being the richest man alive was my one true passion and guiding light, I wouldn't make those decisions. So it's the same thing again, going back to weight loss, I can say I want to lose weight, but then ice cream also tastes delicious. And those two things both exist in the same world. It's not one or the other. It's not like, oh, I want to lose weight. And now ice cream starts to taste like broccoli. No, like ice cream still tastes good and I'm still going to want it. So now if I saying that I want to lose weight, but I'm also eating ice cream sometimes. Now, not to say that you can't eat ice cream. That's a whole different discussion, but I'm just, you know, using this as an example. Yeah. It's like that you. shows that shows your actual sincerity. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I think that that's like, that, that's, but I really like what you said about the becoming like a striver, right? Like being like the person who is always in the pursuit as opposed yes. to the person who gets the pursuit. Can you like elaborate on that a little bit more? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that, so we, um, and I, I'm guilty of this the most, you know, I've always been the person who's always, you know, loved Kaizen, you know, continuous growth, you know, uh, always being on the journey, you know, always, you know, being the striver to, to always be learning and growing. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, the, the problem with that is that you tend to, so let's say we have two paths, right? We have one path, which has a destination, which is the destination that you want, right? The destination you want is here and you go down that path, right? That's fine. And then there's another path in which you are constant. Let's just say the paths are actually kind of aligned, right? So the other path is the path that you are constantly striving. You're constantly working, right? You're constantly being that person every day you put in more work, but that's not, this doesn't guarantee you you're going to reach the destination, right? So the person that has the destination in mind, they, they get there right? The person that's striving, do they get there? I mean, maybe, but I would say most of the time, no. And I would say the majority of the time, no, because you, here's an example. If I get in my car, I set my GPS or my, my you know, the, whatever Google map to a certain destination, right? I don't think about not arriving at the destination, right? That's not a, am I going to say, Hey, look, I'm going to drive my car and you know, I'm going to drive as hard as I can. I'm going to focus. And then if I get there, like I'll get there one day, I, I, that's ridiculous. You can't get to the destination like that. So we become the person that doesn't set our destination and we start driving the car of our life. And we start going into these, these paths that have, they're endless. You know, you become the person that is on the journey. And this is why, you know, I used to be the guy always be like, you know, it's all about the journey. It's all about the journey. It's all about, and, and there's nothing wrong with being on the journey. The problem is you, you can be lost on the journey. Right. And if you make that the primary focus, then not only can you be lost on the journey, you probably already lost on the journey and your right. destination that you should have hit, you know, many years ago, you're still not even, in the right direction. Like you're still, these are the same, these are, you know, paths, but they're not the same path. This path needs to be here, but you're here. Yeah. So you, you never start. I get you. And I think that that's important. I'm big on that too. You know, the, the, the journey is the destination and we, you have to enjoy the journey and this, this, and that. But I get what you're saying, because I think what it's important is to understand is exactly like you said, if you're the type of person who is the striver, who is focused on the journey, 
you have to be okay with the fact that you might never get to the destination. And those are two, those are different goals. Meaning if that's the goal, right. then that's great. That's right. fine. Exactly. I, I, there's no judgment. That's, that's a great right. thing. Exactly. But I think that's what I'm saying. You have to be okay with that and saying that like, again, again, using, I always go back to the gym as a, as a, as a goal, right. Is when, when everyone first gets to the gym, what's the, what's the guy's first goal? Bench two plates or bench a plate, you know, and then yeah. bench two plates. And then what, what happens if you bench that? You're like, oh, well, I, I, like then as soon as it, you do it, you reach the, the, the destination. It's like, well, what's next? Well, now I want to bench three plates and now I want it, right? So like, it's one of those things. It's like, it's, it, and again, this is a frustrating thing, I think to humans because neither one then becomes right. Because if I only focus on the destination, then I get to a billion dollars and what do I want? I want $2 billion or I get to bench two plates and I want three plates or I only focus on the journey and then I never reach the destination and it becomes an, endless frustration of like, well, how come I don't get the thing? But it's like, well, you were never focused on getting the thing. You were focused on the journey. So it's, and then we get back to the point of like the human brain wants an answer. And all I'm giving is more paradoxes and more, you know, things that, that don't actually tell me anything. And this is to me, the, the complicated stuff. And, you know, the, the stuff that I think is worth talking about and why I, why I enjoy talking to you, because yes, you're a fitness guy. You're a, you're a black belt in, jiu-jitsu brazilian jiu-jitsu or again, yeah brazilian jiu-jitsu, brazilian jiu-jitsu yes. like you're clearly a very athletic guy you're strong but it's like there's more to it than that and that's kind of you know the the what i really wanted to talk to you about was how do you see the mental game or the mindset fitting into like peak performance for, for, for athletes versus those who just want to be you know fit and healthy and happy and you know, i maybe, think it's the same mm-hmm. i think it's the same I don't think there's a difference. I think, you know, I know you said in the beginning of the podcast, Paul, you know, we, we come from different backgrounds and, and whatnot. And that's, I agree with that. Um, but I do think that as humans, we generally live the same lives. It's just a different circumstance, different details. And we kind of do the same things. And we, I mean, the big problems, right? I'm not talking about like small things that that we all have different details. I'm talking about the big problems, big problems like fear, like, you know, anxiety. We all have the same problems, man. And so the solutions are kind of the same. If you want to be free from those things, you, uh, we all have the, I mean, the source is all the same, you know? So there is a truth there. Um, And and as I was rambling, I I tend to forget what I say and I tend to forget Mm -hmm. also what you said. So what was your question again? I'm sorry. (laughs) There was no, I was just talking about the, the, how do you see mindset and the mental side? Oh, yes. Performance of of just either, but just in fitness. And when I say fitness, I mean, just being like, I just want to be healthy, right? I want to be a healthy weight and I want to just enjoy life. And then also there's a side of peak performance. Like I want to be a black belt competing at the highest levels. And are those, do both of those people need mindset and are there different levels of it that we're going to have to have, or is it just like the same for, for everyone? So I, I tend to think that they're the same. Okay. And the reason I say that is because why, you know, if you're just a guy who is trying to train jujitsu, if you're, whatever you're doing, right. You should be seeking. Again, I talk about the destination. You should be, you should have a destination, right? You should be and the destination sometimes is being the best uh, version of yourself. You know, that that's, that's a destination, you know, you'd be the best uh, be, be, you're not striving to be better every day. You're, you're, literally looking to be the best version of yourself, right? So performance to me is really um, the same if it, if it's, you know, you're uh, an average Joe or you're uh, the highest level. Obviously, the people at the highest level, they have a level of desperation and they have a hole to fill that is you mm-hmm. know, massive and they, they, 
they have motivations that we normal folk don't don't have right i've trained a lot of these people and they're 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 um they're they're little some of these people are living outside of reality you know and and that doesn't that doesn't mean that it's bad or anything it's just that to hit a certain goal you kind of have to trick yourself um to a certain degree but it's not about tricking yourself it's more about like like uh accepting and understanding certain truths right so i think the people at the highest level of anything performers you know whatever they're doing business uh running companies sports any anything jujitsu basketball doesn't matter these people to me are probably the closest to some truth and that's how they are able to get to that level so performance to me is really just about uh I don't want to simplify this too much, but it's about not lying to yourself, right? It's about, it's about getting to a point where you, um, not necessarily you, 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 you don't, you know, have any excuses. It's not, it's not about excuses. It's more about you understand a direct path to a destination. And so a lot of the people that are striving that we were talking about, you know, they tend to be stagnant. The people that are the top performers, they don't, they're not stagnant. You know, they, they're, they're very, very, active you know they're they're if they had one accomplishment you know last year this year they have three accomplishments in, in the in the same field you know there there's movement there and you notice this right away and this is no different than a businessman or a person that owns a company you know if you start out with one store and you have three stores you have you know you have grown this is right. people like that that improve that 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 add and and you know these are people that have there's truth there Okay. You don't, you don't succeed. Success is just the same as performance, success, performance, truth. These are all things that are kind of imbued together. You know, if you, if you don't have truth, you, you're not going to have performance. You know, if, if, if the, the, one of the biggest problems that I see in, in modern sports is, is entourages, you know, yes, men, you know, these types of things are, are like the destroyers of performance. You know, I've seen people like when an athlete has, you know, uh, problem right i'm the guy that always gets kicked out of the camp because mm-hmm. i i'm not the yes man so like i was in a part of a camp you know a few years ago and, and the coach was like no you know we we don't need to put him through like these hard training sessions i'm like listen this guy this mm-hmm. guy needs to this guy needs to understand that if he's drowning he can't quit because i've seen him i saw this fighter quit a couple times in the gym and i went to his head coach and i say hey look I, we need to put him in situations where he, he, he's going to want to quit and he's not going to quit because if that happened in the fight, he's not going to make it out. And so what happens is the fighter, of course, doesn't want to do it. And so he tells his coach, his head coach, well, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to lose in training. And boom, what happens in the fight? Well, first I got kicked out of the camp. And then in the fight, he gets put into deep water and he doesn't know how to react because you don't understand the truth. The truth is you, you, you're not doing well in, right. when you're drowning. When you're drowning, you don't find the, the life raft and you just tap, you quit. And, and that's exactly what happened. And that fighter, you know, unfortunately, he's out of the UFC now and, and he never will get to the highest level with that mindset. It's it's not just his fault. It's, his, it's you know, it is his fault mostly, but his yeah. coaches, you know, this, this stuff. So truth is performance. That, that's what I would say. Uh, that, that's awesome. And there's a lot, again, that I want to go back there. I definitely want to talk more about specifically about truth. But I think that a few things about what you just said about, you know, the whole performance aspect is one, there's a level of uh, that I, I very much agree with it, that like, uh, 
we are where we are, right? The, the facts are the facts. And, you know, there's, there's certain things that we have to deal with the realities of the situation, right? So, you know, like a very easy one is people always come and be like someone who gets back into the gym at 35 after not working out for 10 years. And they go, oh, well, I used to do this when I was 22. And it's like, well, okay, you're not 22 anymore. You know, like, it's just like, you know, you have to deal with the realities of the situation. But then I also understand that for an, any elite athlete or any elite level of anything, Right. Going back to what we were just saying before about like the things that you have or the things that you want and the things that you don't have that are things that you don't want. Anyone who's elite at that level, if you're talking about the LeBron James, the Conor yes. McGregor's, the, the, the Elon Musk have sacrificed a lot of other things. Like it's, it's to the point of like, people look at these people like, okay, like that's like, it, it, like to be a LeBron James in basketball is not specifically healthy. You know, you're, you're, yeah. you're, he's putting his body through the ringer so much so far. I mean, for a ton of money, yes, but also for the enjoyment of millions of fans around the world and fame and all the other stuff that he's getting out of it. But there is a, there's a negative to that, right? So like everything comes with, and he's chosen his route. He said that I want to be the best in the world, but he's done what it takes, you know? So someone else saying like, well, I want to be the best in the world, but they're not ready to sacrifice their body and to have blown out knees at the age of 38 or something like that, which is what, you know, not something that a normal human would have. I think that's like coming back to like the reality of these, these are the things that people don't understand, right? Someone will say like, well, I want to be the best in the world, but they don't look at all of the negative aspects that come with it. And then if you look at that and you're like, nope, I am ready to, like you said, I'm ready to get choked out in training camp after training camp after training camp so that when I get into the real fight, I'm not going to tap. That's the person that really sees success, but it's okay to also say like, no, I, I don't want that. I don't have that level of commitment. I'm just kind of like, I'm good. Like you said, just getting to the destination and like being the a problem better. with, with that is if you, if you don't want to achieve the highest level of performance, there are certain, you got to let people, you got to let yourself know, you know, right. you can't keep people right. along for the ride who right. are there to reach the highest level. And even right. they could be lying to themselves, right. you know, but, but like, for example, if you're in a sport, right. And, and there's a competition aspect. If your goal is just to be a, you know, mediocre person in the sport. Right. I mean, let's be honest. That's not who I, I don't want to work with that person, right. you know, and I don't want to be that person. And, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but I, my preference is not to, surround myself with those types I, of people. I get what you're saying for sure. I'm talking about more just the general person who is like, again, more talking to themselves of like, yes. again, like, just, like I always say, like, don't just don't lie to yourself about saying again, like, yeah. Oh, I want to be, I want to lose 20 pounds, but I'm not doing the thing that a person who would lose 20 pounds would do. Right. I want to, I want to be, I want to have a morning routine, but every time my alarm goes off, I hit snooze and I go back to sleep for two hours. You know, it's like, you're, you're yeah. saying one thing and doing another. And Maybe that, you don't want it. Right. Exactly. Maybe you don't want it. You have to really investigate. You have to sit down and you have to investigate this stuff. And when I, you know, people think that LeBron James, for example, you know, Tiger Woods, uh, Serena Williams, you know, like the, these people that are like great, you know, great at what they do. You could also use artists, you know, mm-hmm. Rembrandt, you know, so people like that. There's a, I think there's a misconception that these people are um, like sacrificing and working extremely hard, much harder than us, you know, and, and, and I don't really believe in that. I think that these people that are like LeBron James, Serena Will and Tiger Woods, these types of people, I think one, they have no choice. They have, that is, their destination they have no choice Mm -hmm. the second is i don't think they're actually working very hard in their mind when it comes to the things that they'd love to do right think about this i used to be a video game 
addict. You know, I would play like MMORPG, like, like 18 hours a day, go to Denny's, eat the worst food, uh-huh. you know, and then I would, I could play all day. You know, I never, would you call that work hard work? No, it wasn't hard work, but I could do it forever. And, and I would tell you, and if it was another person was watching me play those 18 hours, sweating and shit that they'd be like, Oh, Ben's working hard. He's working hard. But in my mind, I wasn't working hard at all. I was having fun. So right. that I think separates the great ones from the mediocre to the right. people that don't succeed. I get what you're saying. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's basically flow, right? It's, it's the flow, flow state, yes. right? So it's, it's fine when you find that perfect balance of challenge and difficulty, yes. right? Because if LeBron James was playing against high schoolers, it wouldn't be fun for him. He would be, he'd be so good that it's just like now, now it's like, so that's what I think another thing that people don't understand. I think why flow is such an important concept to grasp is because people think they want it easy, right? They're like, Oh, this is so hard. I wish it was just easy. But in reality, things aren't worth it when they're easy, right? If we, if you can, if you're playing that video game, you're not just going to turn it to the easiest mode and just beat the game over and over and over. Like you're right. Gonna, you want it to be easy. Hard. I wouldn't, I would describe it as like, like when I was playing the game and I was able to play 18 hours, I was doing it. I was putting in the effort effortlessly. I'm not saying it's easy. It right. was not easy, but right. it was effortless. So it's like LeBron James practices hard. You know, his yeah. body's feeling it's tough, but he doesn't need motivation to get out of bed to do that. We do. And we right. don't. And most of us that have that problem, I just think we haven't found the thing right. that we truly genuinely are we're meant to do. And I think that that's, I think that that's such a great parallel for fitness, because if you would have talked to me even just two or three years ago, honestly, before COVID, a lot of this changed like for me through COVID and things like that. But I would have said, everyone needs to be lifting weights. Like lifting is, you know, we, we need to be, you know, for bone density for this, for that, for the other thing. And I still believe that to an extent, but now I'm more so it's just like, what makes you happy? What is, what is going to be the thing that when you get up in the morning and knowing that we have to exercise in some way, shape or form from now until the day that we die, what's going to be the thing that you don't hate and that you're able, if, yeah. you're, if your goal is not to be an elite athlete, if your goal is to just be a little bit healthier, it's like, I'm not going to force, force feed something down someone's throat because it's the best thing. I want you to find the thing that maybe it's dancing, maybe it's Zumba or Pilates. Anything, or, or, it could yeah, be anything. Exactly. Hanging, hanging on a bar, you right. know, like you could, <laughs> you could crawl around the yard. Look, right. if you crawl around your house for, for two, for, for 20 minutes. And that's the only exercise you can do, but that's, that's what you enjoy doing. You know what? Crawl all day, sir. So, cause that, that's the thing, you know, I used to be very like what you just said. I used to say, you know, every day, every week I need to be squatting, deadlifting, right. pushing, pulling, right. and, you right. know, twisting and doing all, if I don't do all of these things every week, then, then I am not whole. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a mistake, you know, and that, that never lasts. And, and of course you keep forcing and, and anything you force, anything you have to force yourself to do, you probably um, are doing something wrong, honestly. Like if you have to, you know, there are certain things that you do have to force, right? Like, you know, you don't want to brush your teeth or something. You better brush your damn teeth, yeah. but clean your house or things like that. But, but like, we're talking about art here. If you're trying to force art, you, you're going to, you're going to lose. You're not going to be able to force art forever. You know, right. art, art is what you described is flow is you have to be in love with the process. The people that are, are creating like for jujitsu, for example, or any performance where there's sport competition, any, even like, you know, playing instruments, right. It doesn't matter what it is. The person that enters the flow state doesn't remember what happened when the performance is on. Right. 
How could you possibly enter that if you were forcing yourself to even be there? If I'm forcing myself to be at this competition and I'm stiff and I have all this tension, you know, I'm going to remember every second because I'm not, you know, it's like you have to be present, but you, you also, when you're in a flow state, it's like you're, you're, you're present, but intuition takes over nature takes over. And that's what you want. You can't get there with force. It doesn't exist. You can't force yourself. 100%. And just um, for people listening, I actually should have mentioned this before, but just speaking about flow, just for anyone who doesn't understand, flow is like a a state of being where a lot of as Ben was talking about performers, athletes, it's, it's the state of optimal performance where it's, it's quantified by things like time slows down our, uh, our vision, our peripheral vision is kind of blurred. We hyper-focus on things. So a lot of times if you watch a basketball game after, after like a a, a guy takes the final shot and they make it in at the buzzer and they go, what were you, what what happened to that last thing? And they go, "I, I don't know. I just blacked out and I just took the shot. Like that's flow. It's like our brain. And it's a, it's a, it's a literal evolutionary tactic that lets us hyper-focus on these certain things. But that comes from, like Ben said, it, it can't be forced. It has to be something that is equal parts challenging and enjoyable. So going effortless. back- Effortless. Right, effortless, right. And then effortless. When, it, when it happens, and that's why people who people seek it, because if you can find that, you can imagine how great that would be. You have an effortless thing where you're doing what you love and you're performing at the peak state. I would be careful chasing these right. things, but the, you know, right. well, if you stumble they, upon it- right. They can be chased. You could, you could end up chasing these things forever. And right. then, you know, then you're forcing, right? That's, right. that's a weird thing of that. You can chase it, but you actually can't get it if you chase it. So that's why it's like, it's like a, you know, it's one of those weird things, but I'm just saying you can see why people would, and they yes. try to figure out there, there's a whole there, you know, but um, I like what you, I, I like what you said about, you know, if you have to force it, it's probably not the right thing for you anyway. Right. When it comes to art, yes. right. when it comes to art or like a career, you know, right. things that you, things that last, right. right. If you're going to do something that lasts, but right. you have to force yourself, it's not going to last. Okay. Right. That's, that's just what it is. Right. And, and unfortunately that may mean, you know, if you want to look like the fitness model in the cover of the magazine, but you have to force yourself to eat, you know, certain mm-hmm. foods that would be necessary to, to look like that, then you got to be real with yourself. Right. This ain't, this ain't going to happen. You know, right. you might just be that dad bod guy right. and, and be happy, you know, and, right. and I've, I've accepted that, you yeah, know, sure. I, I've accepted that I, I'm a coach. I'm, I'm not, you know, I always thought that, you know, I could do it all. Right. And that, that, that really was a, was a mistake also is yeah. thinking that we could do it all. And you just have to understand, accept that, um, let go of the certain things that you've been striving for chasing for forever. You know, if you've been chasing stuff for 10 plus years and, and you have not reached the destination, like I've been, here's an example, right? I've been trying to write a weight uh, cutting book for, for uh, uh, combat sports, like um, UFC fighters for forever, you know? And I just, my sticking point is I don't like to mess with tech tech, you know, like when it comes, like we had problems setting up this because yeah. my, my tech issues. And, and so I need to be honest with myself, right? One is I'm not going to do it. So I need to find somebody who will do it, right? I need to do the things that I want to do that I, when I wake up, I could do it without even drinking coffee. You right. know, those are the things that you can actually, you may achieve flow in. Those are the things that you have true desire in. Right. hundred percent. I, I, I talked about this a lot. I said, I call these like magic wand goals, right? So people will say yeah, exactly that. Like I want to write a, I want to write a book, but I don't want to, I don't want to write. So what you're saying is again, if someone gave me a magic wand and said, Hey, here's a book, like I would accept it. You know, I was yes. like, I, I would take that, that, the result, but I don't want to do the, the thing to get the result. So then again, we yes. go back to, I, can I really say that I want the thing? And to me, 
No, but that's okay. Like you just said, it now this takes a level of of knowing yourself and a level of you gotta um, know yourself, so, right? You to gotta you gotta have no ego here, you, or not mm-hmm. no ego. You gotta right. have an understanding of your own ego that you don't fight your mind. Right, right. So this is one of those things. Like again, when I was a personal training at the gym, guys, what's the number one thing guys come and ask for? Abs, right? One hundred percent. Every every single guy who walks in the door says, "I want to have abs." And the conversation that I would have them is like, "Listen, we can get you to have abs, but here's the realities of what it's going to take." Meaning it's going to take, like you said, eating foods that you probably don't like. It's going to take cutting out alcohol most of the time. It's going to take more working out than you want to. You might want to work out a few times a week. It's going to take more than that because you're going to have to double up on cardio, whatever, whatever, whatever. Now, understanding all of that, if it's still the route you want to take, then we can do it. But you have to understand the realities of the situation. You can't just say, I want the thing without doing the thing to get it right. It can't like, that's like, that's when we're living in this fantasy world of like, yeah, I want to be rich, but I don't want to work. I want to, I want to have abs, but I don't want to work out. I, you know, I also want to make sure that when in those situations, Paul, I, I also make sure that the person um, that has that goal, I, I need to know why, because mm-hmm. if the sure. why is unclear, we mm-hmm. probably won't reach the goal because right. they're, they're being disingenuous. Right. So a lot of this is, embarrassment, you know, ego, it's, they don't want to admit what it is. Okay. If somebody wants abs and the goal is to attract women. Okay. That, that you got to admit that. Okay. You got to say, look, I want at, or men, whatever if you, you, yeah. you know, you want, you want a six pack because you want to, you, you want to look sexy because you want a mate, you, whatever, whatever it is, you want people to be impressed. Okay. This is why I don't really do uh, personal training anymore. Right, uh, right. I, I kind of, more of a mental performance coach now, but right. it doesn't matter it, it, because all these things lead to um, really why, you know, what is it that you want? So if this person said to me, uh, if this person came to me and said, Hey, uh, I want six pack, I would ask them. Um, I, I don't even care if they have the capacity to do it. I more care about if they're, they have a real desire and they have a real destination in mind. So if the destination was, they just want to have the six pack. I would, I would prod them until they right. gave me the real answer. Right. And then I would give them a direct path, right? Because that direct path may not involve the six pack. And, right. and the reason I go there is not to change their goal or anything. It's that it's to make their goal clear. If the goal, look, let's say we're using the destination path again, right? So this is the, the destination, right? The destination is you want to find a, a good looking girl. Okay, sure. Let's, let's say that's the destination. But you actually think that a six pack is going to find you that good looking girl. Mm-hmm. That's not the same destination. So when you, the six pack destination's here. So when you get that six pack and you don't get that good looking right. girl, right? this is going to cause you some, some suffering. And, right. and why, why go through that? You know, if you really think the six pack is going to get you, get you the girl, um, you know, I, I would say we, we're going to have to talk through this because right. that, that's not a, that's not a direct path. That's this, that's what I'm talking about though. That's, that's lying to yourself. That's disingenuous behavior. And, and that is an ulterior motive, right? You can't have, if you want to reach your destination, you can't have ulterior motive. The, 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 the mind will, will know, and it will, it will throw, you know, uh, obstacles in your way and you will, you will suffer for a long time if yeah. you, if you don't figure out the why. And this is why I think stuff like this is so important and why really reading is so important. And again, a lot of stuff about Eastern philosophy, learning about the ego and stuff like that, because literally everything comes down to that, right? Like if we keep digging into, okay, what's the reason behind the reason behind the reason is going to come down to a few things. And it's, you know, we're motivated by a few human drivers 
And that's what I mean. So it's and exactly like you said, okay, like, why do you really want the abs? Why do you really want the abs? Why do you really, even say it is to, to get a girl. I've been lonely my whole life and I want, I want a girl and that's what I want above everything. Okay, so now you have the destination in mind. Now we lay out, okay, what it really takes to get there. And now you have a very clear choice. Is the destination of having a six pack, you think it'll get you a girl. That's a whole different conversation. You know, there's, we, we, we know that that's not really how this works. But again, in your head, you're like six pack equals girl. Now here are the things I need for a six pack. It means cutting out alcohol. It means X, Y, Z. It means blah, 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 blah. It's like now you have a decision to make. And my point is that as long as it's a conscious decision, then that's a fair thing. As long as you're do, coming to at it from an educated thing and you're like, you're like, yep, I understand that I might get a six pack and no girls might like me. And I also understand that it's really hard to get a six pack and I still want to do the work, then that's fine. But where I, where I feel a lot of people fall off is they're like, well, like, yeah, like, of course, I, if I get a six pack, my whole life is going to change, but they don't realize no, no. That's, that's not how that's, it works. That's you know? disingenuous. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's exactly what we all do that gives us suffering. That's literally right. it right there is we have, we want, um, maybe, I don't know if you've seen my recent post, Paul, but uh, when I, when I talked about insistences and like, we have this hope, you know, it's that, that's what happens is we have an ulterior motive, you know, like, um, you know, this is just, it's embarrassing to admit, but that's why the ego is, is not a, a small thing. You know, people think, Oh, you're just, you have no ego. That's not easy, man. Like, look, I started teaching jujitsu because I wanted people to respect me, right? That's the truth. You know, but what did I tell people during that time? I told people I wanted to help them, right? And that, that's, I, I'm not lying when I say I want to help people, but right. helping people is a byproduct of what I wanted, right? And if I can put that first, then I won't be manipulative. You know, I will be serious when I'm talking about this. And that, I think that's very important is um, just understanding that when you have disingenuous intent, right? obstacles will appear when you are truthful and you can just put the ego aside, you will, you know, things become effortless. You know, you, you don't have, you're not living two lives. Your, your mind and yourself aren't separated. You, you're not telling one person this story and then you're telling this person, this story. I mean, this is very rudimentary stuff and it's not, has nothing to do with other people, right? It's all about you. But when you have to split yourself into different people to accommodate others, this is just the path just gets very, very muddy and murky. There's no direct path. So, yeah, exactly. And listen, I think that that's, that that's, the, the most truth that you can possibly say exactly that is that the more true you can be to yourself, the more you true you can be to other people that it just makes your life so much easier. Because I think everyone's been in a weird situation where we've been like caught in a lie, or told a story to someone and embellished 100%. a little here or there. And then like now it's like, it never it never works out right. It never works out well. It's never like, Oh, I'm so glad I told that lie. You know, like now you have to cover things up. And it's just like weird or like, you know, you, you just know better. And I think that's why and it, I say simple, but simple is not easy. Right. And so the simple thing is yeah. to just, we do what we, we should do, what we, what we know to be right. And yet that's the hardest thing because again, we have human nature, we have society, we have societal norms and we have these things that we're supposed to strive to and all this stuff. But I think that, you know, just to, to be clear real quick, Paul, mm-hmm. when, when we, when you say um, like the right thing, right. I, I, I like to use that too, but when I say right and wrong, I'm talking about efficient and inefficient. I, I usually am not talking about like morality um, mm-hmm. because morality is, is one of these things that it gets, it, 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 it's one of these murky things, right? I would, I think we would all be better off if we just kind of 
set, at least in our personal lives, I'm not talking about on a collective scale or a population scale, but in our personal lives, if we just took morality out of most things, we would be much more efficient. Right. For sure. I, th- I kind of, I, I kind of think of it in the same way. I would say like, to me, everything in life comes to this, uh, you come to a fork in a road where there's the, a hard thing and an easier thing. And that doesn't mean the easier thing is easy, but it's easier. Meaning telling the truth is hard and lying is a little bit easier, even though that lying comes with more hardships down the road. So it's like, I choose the easier path because that's safe right now. Eating the Oreo is easier than eating the salad. Whatever the thing is, it's always, and it's a pretty simple thing of like, we should always do the hard thing because the the reason that it's hard is the reason we don't want to do it is because it's hard, but that's always what we need. And we always, our human nature is to do what's easy because we want to save energy and we want safety and we want whatever else comes from all that stuff. But it's like, if, if I can just look at things like that, like I know when I have this really deep desire not to do something, I'm like, fuck, I don't want to, you know, like I, like I know that that's the, that's the direction I need to go in because again, it's probably, it, it seems less efficient, but it's probably the right way that I need to be going. And same thing. If I'm just long-term to, thinking right, versus exactly. short-term thinking, you know, exactly. if you, if you are a long-term thinker, you will generally, um, you're just going to have an easier life. You know, if you're, if you're short, I mean, short-term thinkers are the people that tell little lies, you know, they eventually caught up, you know, short-term thinkers are the people that manipulate, you know, that long-term thinkers are the people that, that kind of have the most important thing to me, for example, is, is my integrity with myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. That I don't care what you think about me. Honestly, I don't give, mm-hmm. I don't, sorry if we use profanity, <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck if, if anybody <laughs> thinks I'm a piece of shit or, you know, if anybody thinks, you know, poorly of me, I don't give a rat's ass. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I can't go to sleep at night knowing that I am a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't, I can't do that. Right. That's, right. I will never compromise there. And um, now why do I do that? Not because it's the right thing to do. I don't care about that. I care about, it's the efficient thing to do. My life becomes easier. Things right. become effortless. That's what I care about. It's not about right or wrong. Like, I, obviously you, we're, we live in society. We have to, right. we're not crazy. We have to, you know, have some semblance of morality, right and wrong, the right thing to do, wrong thing. You know, if I, somebody's going through the door, I hold the door for them. You know, these are, right, 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 right. you know, these are very common pleasantry these are things these are i'm not talking about that i'm talking yeah. about like um you know yeah i, I already explained it so yeah, it's, no, it's sure. more saying. avoiding the morality it's funny too because i think about again this is how i think about fitness nutrition and health and everything it's like i don't exercise every day because i love it or because it's the good thing to do or the right thing to do i do it because like you said efficient if i'm going to live a yes. better life if i exercise i don't eat mcdonald's every day not because i don't love mcdonald's i would love to eat nothing but mcdonald's all the time it's delicious and but i don't do that because i know that my quality of life will be better so it becomes easier like you said if i'm short if i'm only thinking about in that moment of okay what tastes better a big mac and a large fries or a salad with no dressing Obviously, if I'm only thinking about that five minutes of pure pleasure that I get from eating the thing, then the McDonald's wins every time. But if I'm thinking about, okay, how is this going to affect me? Not only that later that day, but later that week for the rest of my life and the compounding interest of all these different things. And again, I want to live my life in a way that is efficient where I'm, where I'm able to do more with less, not be sluggish, not be overweight, not be this, not be that. Now it's like, okay, now that decision becomes, it flips in the other direction, but I have to be able to have that long-term view of being like, yes, I get that right now, this seems like the right thing, but there's life does not happen right now. Life happens for the next- 100%. I think it's very important that we make this semantic distinction. So 
the words hard and easy, mm-hmm. we got to be careful with like a lot of um, certain words, right? People can hear them and they immediately jump to a conclusion it's because the English language, you know, is, is kind of hijacked by whatever uh, the flavor of the month is. So um, I, I kind of want to say that uh, it, I'll use your example about the, the McDonald's and the fitness thing. It means more to you, your health and your long-term longevity means more to you than the short-term pleasure of bad food. You know, you're, uh, you are, you feel more content when you don't do that thing. And that means more to you. Now, this is the part that gets hairy is when, when people say, was that a hard decision or was that an easy decision? That's individual. I think to you, you may say that that was a hard decision, but really to you, I don't think it was a hard decision. I I think it was easy decision. Uh, So, so it's kind of the, 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 it's more like, it's just semantics really. But like when people think of hard and easy, I don't want them to think like, like physically hard. It's more like an ego hard. Right. You know. And I think that's important that exactly what you just said about the whole thing of like the, the, the value system. That's what it comes down to, because then again, someone will hire me as a nutrition coach and they go, oh, well, teach me to do that thing. And it's like, I can teach you that a salad is better than a, a Big Mac, but you didn't need me to teach you that. Right. What you what, what you're really asking me is how can I teach you to value your future self more than your short term pleasure right now? And I don't know that that's a thing that I can inherently teach so much so as it is something that I can, you know, give you books, show you podcasts, talk to you about. And then eventually this has to be it's one of those things of like, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink, right? Like this is a journey that every person has to come to just how you went through your own journey. I went through my own journey to get here. I was not always like this, but you know, it's one of those things that people are just like, oh, well, like, you know, like I always, I tell my clients all the time, like there's never going to be a time where you stop enjoying pizza or ice cream. It, like that, right. that, that, your taste buds don't change. You know, what happens right. is again, you, you, you learn to say, okay, like I get that this tastes good now, but tasting, having something that tastes good now, isn't of the utmost important to me anymore because I value X, Y, and Z, like my future health, like being able to be around for my kids, like just being a certain, but feeling good, feeling good tomorrow. Because every time someone who who eats a whole pizza, what do they tell me the next day? Like, oh, I feel like crap. And I'm so, I'm so angry. I did that. So it's like, what what have you just thought about that in the moment? And just (laughs) literally let 12 hours from now be your guy. Or they could just eat the pizza and not be angry because they made that decision. Why have the internal conflict? You know, you already ate it. What's done is done. You obviously you, 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 that made you happy. So why, why are you blaming yourself? You know, if you don't want to do it, then you need to understand why you right, did it. Right. So you didn't understand why you did it. So you, 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 you did it. And now you're, you're kind of playing victim to your own decisions, right? right. It's, it's, it's that, that's a very, it's a loop that we can get caught in. And, and Paul, I want to ask you real quick. You were a personal trainer, correct? Mm-hmm. Are you not a trainer anymore? A personal trainer? Uh, no, anymore? I don't really work in person anymore. I do mostly online uh, mindset coaching and things like that. There's so still- you're, you're like a, life coach, mental performance, of course. So I think, why do you think that most, that this path that you've gone on, Mm -hmm. I've kind of gone on that path too. Everybody's gone on that path. Why do you, I I have a theory that most trainers eventually become like some kind of a more of a mental performance coach, life coach, because eventually we we understand that we need to tackle the big problems and, and fitness is like a small, you know, when people come to me for, for weight loss, what they're really coming to me for is like life advice. You right. know, they're, they're in turmoil. Right. You know, there are obviously people that do come to me just for right. fitness. Right. But I'm talking about people that are coming to you for like, they want transformations. Right. You know, I'm not talking about a person who just wants maintenance and yeah. you know, they're content. A lot of these people that come to you for transformations, they're, 
they're looking for life advice. Right. The, the fitness is, is just one little tiny bit. The, the big problem is their mind. You know? 100%. So, and that's, yeah. you know, that's how I got here. And that's why I have this podcast. Exactly what you just said, because I, I exactly think it's a natural progression. Just like we started as a personal trainer. What does everyone do next? Nutrition, right? Cause it's like, okay, well, if I'm going to train people, you understand that, Oh, I need to learn about nutrition somewhat, at least to, 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 if I'm going to help people lose weight. But then once you get those two, you kind of realize like, why is it that I can teach everyone every every hinge, every push, every pull, every carb, keto, every macro ratio or whatever. And people still aren't getting the results. And that's when you kind of come to you like, Oh, you didn't have the source. You right, didn't have exactly. the source knowledge, the source right. knowledge, the truth, the source knowledge is really, it all leads back to philosophy at some point, right. because those philosophy is what tackles the big problems. Right. So, so sooner or later, we, we, we are all humans that are trying to gravitate toward efficiency too. So after a while, I'm like, okay, I could help people like you know lose weight and whatnot but but really it's not helping anybody you know right. they're, they're having the same problem but if i can solve you know this this mind issue mm -hmm. if i can just give them an idea that would help That's you know every, that would fix all of your problems right. you know the, the, and and i'm not trying to fix anybody's problems i'm trying to fix my own problems right, right. and by allowing other people to look over my shoulder and and, and kind of you know, putting these things out there, I'm not doing it for, uh, uh, you know, selfless reasons for sure. I'm doing it for ego. I, I think that when you do these things, hold on a second. What's up guys. Um, I had some people come in. Um, so I think when you do these things, you're not doing it for like yourself, you're doing it for, um, you're, you're, you're you are doing it for yourself. You're not doing it to, to help other people. And if you, and if you kind of recognize that you, it's just an efficient thing, you know, right, sure. it, you're the most efficient when you do that. 100%. I don't know if you've heard, ever heard of the authors, Chip and Dan Heath. They have a lot of books. Uh, I've heard the name, right? So that one of their most recent book is called upstream. And it's literally about this. It's about solving the problem upstream, right? Rather than waiting it's going all the way back to the first thing we started with. It was like, people look for these solutions, but it's like, we, if we go and solve the problem before it becomes a problem, that's what you really do. And that's what, that's what this is. And that's why this is not the fitness and weight loss podcast. It's the healthy, happy human, right? Because that's what my whole thing is. Again, it's health and happiness. Fitness is a part of that. Like you just said, it's a small micro, it's a small piece of the overall puzzle, but the overall thing is the mental stuff, you know, eating is a part of that, but it all comes back to fixing the real thing. And that's how, again, I help myself and that's how I help the most people. And I, that's why I love having conversations like this, because it's very clear that it's like, we could have just talked for the last hour about the biomechanics of a hip hinge or about, should I be doing curtsy lunges or lateral lunges or something like that? But we didn't, right? Because we both understand that that's not really what's going to help the most people. It's conversation. Those are all detours. Like those are all right, detours. Exactly. Those, aren't, those aren't the sources of the problem. Right. And that's why you've become what you've become is because maybe, maybe it was subconscious, maybe it was conscious. You've recognized that and you recognize that in order to help people, you had to go to this path. Right. And, and, you know, it's also to help yourself, obviously, right. but, but you, yeah, I mean, we all, I feel like all strength coaches, personal trainers, they, the ones that evolve properly, they, they kind of go down this path, you know, the more stagnant, and I, I hate to say this because I have a lot of friends that are like this, <laughs> the more stagnant coaches are the ones that kind of 10 years go by and right. they're on the same program. They're still doing right. what you just <laughs> described, you know, deadlift, whatnot. They, right. they haven't. They haven't upgraded their their toolkit, and the toolkit begins with the mind. It doesn't begin with the the exercises, you know. So, so yeah. I 100% agree, and that kind of leads me right into the last thing I want to ask you, which is the final question I ask every guest, which is just to leave for the people listening right now who have been with us for almost an hour now. 
for the one action step, like a really actionable thing that they can do, like the second they put their headphones down from this podcast that they can go out and take to just start living a healthier, happier life. It can be fitness related. It can be nutrition, mindset, mental. It doesn't, whatever you think, just a simple action step that they can take right now. Okay. Um, so I'm not big on exercises, but I'm going to give something that's like an exercise. Uh, I'm not talking about like physical exercise. I'm more talking about like, um, like a, a, an exercise where you write things down. So um, here's an example that I would use. I, I, I want to be very careful not to frame it. Like it's something that you're going to do and you're going to like, you know, uh, do it every day. And it's, mm -hmm. I, I don't want it to be a doing thing. It's more of an understanding thing. Uh -huh. So what I would recommend for people that are trying to, you know, just improve mm -hmm. their situation is sit down, write out what it is that you truly want. And you just need to really examine what it is that you truly want. Okay. And most of the time, you're not going to be able to answer that question. Most of the time, it's going to be a very hard question and what you do then is you ask yourself, okay, what is it that I absolutely don't want anything to do with? You know, what is it that I don't want in my life? Because what happens is it's like Bruce Lee used to say, you know, it's not a daily increase, it's a daily decrease. The essence is simplicity. You take away things that you, um, if you keep taking away things that you don't want, you're going to get, you're going to be efficient, right? Mm -hmm. Those things take up mental space, they take up things. And so that's where you need to be. You need to, you need to take away, get rid of the things in your life that you absolutely don't want anything to do with, but you, you haven't cleared them out right. because you're not going to get to the things that you want when you have all of these things that you don't want. And this seems very simple, right? This is not like, I'm trying not to frame it as advice. I'm just trying to frame it as like an understanding, but this is very hard to do, man. Right. Like I, I force myself to do this maybe once a month and it, it is like a life and death experience for me. I'm <laughs> like writing this stuff down. And it's like, man, this is embarrassing. Hopefully nobody sees like I, I, ego and you know, all this stuff starts running through my head. But what I always do is I always find at least one thing that I absolutely don't want in my life anymore. And these, this could be anything. It could be a person. It could be a, you know, a, a habit. It could be, um, so, so for me, I was, uh, one thing that I, I came to last time was that I absolutely want to spend more time with my kids. You know, I, I'm, I'm kind of a, you know, pretty go-getter type of person. So I, I tend to get lost in the, in, in the hustle, the work and things. And so that's one thing that I, that I absolutely want. So I, I, that, I wrote that down. And then one thing I, I absolutely didn't want was, I didn't want to have more responsibility when it came to managing people. I, I wanted much less of that. So what I did was I brought on a business partner. You know, I, I took the steps to clear myself from that. And if any, if everybody can just do that, I think it's as good as, uh, maybe not as good as, but it is, it is good enough as like a life, like a, almost like a, a like you're, you're going to die. What is that called again? Like you, you, you uh, a life and death experience. It's like, yeah, Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, like you, sure. you, you know, some, something collapsed and you, you were like near it, you know, like yeah. that changes your life. Right. And so if you have like those, those, uh, you know, life and death situations, people that have those situations often become, uh, they transform the most and they transform the quickest because right then and there, 
they hit that rock bottom. They're like, wow, that could happen tomorrow to me. They hit that. What this hopefully this thing will do for people is it'll create that desperation because it'll be in your face that, that right. the paper will be in your, you'll be right. Okay. I don't want anything to do with this, yeah. but wait a minute. I'm about to go do it right now. Oh. <laughs> yep. It forces so. you to come face to face with it. I love that. And I think that's really important for anyone listening to actually take Ben's advice and write it down. Right. I think that people often will hear something like that and they'll think about it like, okay, what don't I like? But like the actual action of putting pen to paper, like you just said, of seeing it in front of you, seeing a list of like, look at all these things in my life that are not serving me right now. All of these things that are negative drains on my energy. And there's, there's a power to that. And then also if you're sitting here listening to that and you're thinking, I don't want to do that. That's stupid. This is probably what you need to do the most going back to what I was saying before about doing the things that are, that are hardest for us and, and doing the things that we, we don't want to do. So if you're, if you're getting that emotional gut reaction of like like oh, i don't want to do that this is probably what you need to do the most which is just take the half truth hour. is if yep. if you say that if you if you if, if anybody's listening and the first reaction is that's stupid then the, the it's your ego your ego right. has doesn't want you to change your ego is like is like kind of like a thermostat right it just sets the temperature at a certain thing and if it if it gets outside of your comfort zone then it takes you right back so that's why we make excuses you know oh I don't want to do that's stupid. That's an excuse. You know, that's, that's a cop out. So uh, yes, you're right. That's absolutely probably the thing you need to do. If, if, if you don't want to do it for ego reasons, it's right. hard for you because you're embarrassed that you need to do that the most, right. you know, you don't right. want to do it because you don't want to look bad. Yeah. Okay. Now we're getting into the realm of like, you know, you're going to, you're going to be in a lot of suffering if right. you, if you sure. keep going down to that path. So sure. yeah. I think that that's great. I think that's a very, and again, it's super easy, right? Stuff like this, super easy. Literally, you can do that right now. So you take out your notes on your phone, take out a piece of pen, pen and paper and just, and, and, and get to that right now. So I just want to thank you, Ben, for all your time. I think this is an awesome talk. All right, guys, it's me. I'm back. We're wrapping up. I hope you really enjoyed that talk as much as I did. I hope you got a lot out of it. I hope you took some notes. As always, please share this and I'll see you next week, Wednesday morning, sharp for another episode of the Healthy Happy Human podcast. Until then, stay healthy, stay happy, my friends.